Welcome to the Bippity Boss Podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette, and I am a character entertainment specialist, business expert, and six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping you achieve financial independence in the industry of magic. If you are looking to massively up-level your business, your life, your finances, your productivity, and your success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything your heart desires. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to create the business and lifestyle of your dreams. I know you will get so much value from these interviews, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I am so excited because today I have Shirley with Happy Blonde Princess Training Academy to go over her academy, what she recommends for her Christmas performances and all that good stuff. She's going to be giving us a teaser about how we can incorporate our performances with our holiday packages and how we can just make sure that our marketing is phenomenal and that we're able to make all those sales. We're able to make Bippity Boppity Bank during the holidays. We're also going to go over her new princess guidebook about becoming a royal and character integrity. I am so excited. Welcome, Shirley. Hello, sunshines. How are you all doing? (laughs) Awesome. I'm so excited to have you here. I am so excited. You just launched your book. So let's talk about that really quickly. You just launched your book, Becoming a Royal. Let's talk about the process and everything. Oh my God. It was uh, unbelievably a one month process of writing that entire thing. Um, I, I got the idea because so many Royals are out there on Facebook and on all these other platforms, just looking for training guides and nobody really provides all of them. Um, and you know, it's really hard to compress 16 personalities into one whole thing. So that's kind of where the guidebook started on the on the thought to provide royals with those character profiles but obviously it it evolved into something so much bigger it ended up having makeup guides it ended up having a chapter on princess ethics and what composes a princess because you know there's so much more than the dress and the whole character integrity you know you need to be able to incorporate your vocals and you need to be able to incorporate a character analysis into everything so the book goes into very in-depth detail about all of those things. And the good thing about it is that you can be a princess who's starting out on the business or you've been in the business for years or, and you know, you want to grow as a party princess. You can be in any stage of your career and the book is going to be helpful for you. Well, and I think that's phenomenal because so many princess bosses have, you know, their own training packets for performers, but Oftentimes, you know, we focus on the performance and we focus on, you know, the schematics of it all, how much money they need to collect or if they're collecting money, the taxes, the legalities, you know, when they're doing storytelling, if they're doing face painting, how they should face paint. There's so many other different things to worry about during the performance that a lot of times character integrity often goes unnoticed. I know for me personally, when I first started performing, I worked for Party Princess Productions and this was back in 2015. And, you know, they gave me, the guidebook on like how my performance should go and what was going to be expected from me but they gave me no information on my character and one of the first characters they worked me as was princess sophia the first i had no idea who she was and i watched one show and i was like oh my gosh i'm portraying a child 
you know, here I come in with like my, my D cup breasts and I'm like, how is this going to pan out? How do I portray a child princess? And I tried to watch multiple episodes, but I feel like the character didn't really resonate with me and I didn't really want to play her and I didn't understand her. And having a guidebook, something like that would have helped considerably. Um, but of course they didn't provide that. And that was one of the reasons why I started my own company. And still, you know, it's funny enough, I, I had that issue and I created little character PDF packets for my performers, but still I only did, you know, frequently asked questions, a little bit of a, you know, a picture of what the makeup should look like. And then, you know, maybe some little like what type of games they can play and like the character integrity as far as like the ethics and the morals of the character. But I didn't really go in depth with anything. And I feel like performers really need that in-depth analysis to the character that they're portraying in order to play them proficiently. Absolutely. And that's where the guidebook really comes in for all those performers and the academy as well, because the guidebook focuses on the princess who already has seen the movies, you know, you've seen the movies, you saw Cinderella about seven times, and you know she has two stepsisters, and you know the names, and you know the dress is blue, but you know, how am I going to incorporate it all? Because one of the hardest parts about portraying this character is, is how do I take the movie and incorporate it into this character? How do I bring her to life? And that's really when the guidebook comes in. You're going to find excuses. You're going to find adjectives to describe this character's personality. You're going to find signatures that are not Disney copyrighted. Because I've had so many people tell me I'm scared of like of signing because I'm scared Disney's going to copyright me. And I'm like, just, just Inspire signatures. But apparently people were so scared for it. So Inspire signatures are going to be in there what your mannerisms are supposed to uh, look like and all that jazz because I know what it's like to have characters that you resonate a lot with and just like you said you know Sophia's one of those characters that you just don't know how to resonate with her I know a lot of performers are now struggling with Raya because the movie is so limited on her when you see the movie as a whole you see that Raya does have an analysis and a spectrum to her but there's so much more underlying to her and like performers are really struggling to connect with said character. Jasmine's another character that people really have a hard time connecting to. Movie's not even hers. Aurora as well. Poor child doesn't even talk as much. Characters are the ones that people are like, okay, I need this in-depth training. And it's good to still learn every single day because you learn things every single time you see a new meet and greet, you see a new performer and incorporating what the guidebook teaches you to your company and what you learn from other people is what's going to actually help you to organize yourself so much more. Exactly. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's not enough to just, you know, copy the aesthetic of a company like Disney or any of the other companies that you see that you really like, you know, their aesthetic, they're so pretty, all that. It's not enough to just watch the movie because like you said, Sleeping Beauty barely has a personality in the movie, but, you know, she does resonate with so many young women we need to get to the root of why she resonates with her. We need to understand her fundamentally. We need to, you know, incorporate all of the facets of this character that has been, you know, fed to us over multiple generations and multiple different forms and get to that character integrity and really find out who she is and, you know, how she makes us feel and how we can best represent that. And watching the movie and just trying to copy pretty pictures is not enough. It's just not enough. And performers tend to forget a lot. And that's actually how I I portray Aurora 
performers tend to forget that these princesses, you know, our job is to bring them to life. Bringing them to life means that we got to give them a future, but we also have to construct their past. These princesses have a past, a present, and the future, and that's what's going to help you to fill in all those gaps that the movies and the series are not giving you. For example, yes, Aurora is a very quiet princess, but she is one of the most dutiful princesses that you can find. You know, this girl gets her heart shattered, you know, meets the prince of her life, gets her heart shattered, and she doesn't even complain. You know, she waltzes into that castle, head held high, because she knows what that she has a duty. She's a very caring person. You know, she grew up with these three little girls. Like, like, what, what do you mean? Because she doesn't know they're even fairies. So she thinks that they're their aunts and she helps around the cat, like the castle. Oh my goodness. The cottage. <laughs> and she picks up berries when she was younger. You know, we see that. And, you know, a habit like picking up berries must have started somewhere. Right. You know, maybe she was a little girl and she was looking for something to do. And, you know, go pick some berries and help out. You know, you have a helpful uh uh, personality developing a little bit those are the things that are going to help you push your characters forward in their story and in their past and in their future but also in today's world you know like that that goes hand in hand all together and there's actually a chapter in the guidebook as well about bringing those royals to life you know how can you position them into today's world them being so vintage and so beautiful into what we are living in today Absolutely. And well, that's, it's so funny that you say like the, the simple aspect of her character picking berries. Now let's like analyze that a little bit further because we're dealing with a, a day and age where she couldn't Google whether or not these berries were poisonous, right? So Aurora had to be very intelligent to be able to go out into the forest and pick berries that weren't going to kill everyone, you know? And that being said, she must've had an education. Somebody must've taught her these things, which means maybe she had a little bit of a green thumb. Maybe she really loved being in the nature. Maybe, you know, maybe she was really into, you know, knowing things about survival instincts. And maybe she wasn't as girly as so many companies portray her as. Maybe she's multifaceted. Maybe there's a lot that goes on with her. And um, I have another girl that I know, um, she's incredible, and she's in Oregon. And she mentioned wanting to teach children survival instincts yes. through princesses. And I'm like, that's phenomenal. People love that because it's, being a princess is not just about wearing a pretty dress. It's not just about, you know, etiquette classes and all this stuff that society pushes on us. These princesses resonated with us for much deeper reasons. And it's important that we're able to portray all of those ethics and values, include them in our performances, and not only do that, but include them in our packages and our marketing strategies as well. Absolutely. I mean, princesses teach people so, so many things. And, you know, everybody just stays in the surface, you know, talking about survival, Snow White is excellent on not talking to strangers. Yes. Cinderella, there's a thing about curfew, not getting into trouble. Like, it sounds really dumb, but for kids, this is a very big difference. And going back to Aurora, because I just, like, she used to be my favorite princess growing up, and I never understood why people didn't like her. But it was because I was looking at her from a different perspective. And that's what made me fall in love with her character in the first place. Snow White is as well. When people ask me, what are your top five favorite princesses? I have such a very weird mix. And people are like, why? And it's because I've found so many more layers to who they are that that's the characters that I fell in love with in the first place. Because people ask me, why do you like Snow White? You know, she's the first one. She was so innocent. I'm like, that's pretty much why. We're not looking at the fact that this is a person who loves to help more than anything in the world. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she looks elegant and she looks poised, but she cares for people so much. You know, she cares so much for the dwarves that she sends them to wash their hands. 
she doesn't want them to be dirty, not because she of the get sick. There's that there's bacteria. People get sick. So so many things go on with these characters and they can save your life. Literally a week ago, and this is something that I still haven't said at the academy. Um, a week ago we had an Elsa party, and I was being friends with Elsa for the very first time after a lot of time. I'm not friends with her as much as I used to. We arrive at this party. In mind, I'm in Puerto Rico. We usually do parties in Spanish. And I got to the party. I started talking to the birthday girl. And I realized that she's not answering to me. And my staff immediately talks to the mom. And he's like, is everything in Spanish? And the mom's like, well, if she can talk in English, that would be great. Even some words. Keep in mind, mom doesn't know that I'm fully bilingual. So staff comes up to me and he's like, everything in English. Complete party in English. Everything just switched up. My whole schedule that I had for this party, because I had uh, some storybooks in Spanish and I had some things that I had planned, I had to switch up an entire new mindset to keep in mind that this child was raised bilingual with English being her first language. And my interactions tend to be a little bit different when I'm speaking in English, because I obviously can't stick to the original character integrity. And, you know, you have to take away the storybook because it's in Spanish. So, you know, you got to make up a story. And to be properly trained, it means that this can save you. Because if I hadn't been trained to know the character and know Elsa's spectrum, I wouldn't have been able to just sit down and talk about Elsa's beginnings. And that one time I went to visit my cousin Rapunzel over in Corona, you're not going to be able to tie all these things up because you're looking at the surface of the character. It like training can save you so, so much and it can help your marketing as well. Like you mentioned, because you can start marketing your characters in such a unique way when you learn to understand them because you're giving them life beyond a picture and your clients will also start looking at them like they're genuinely real. Yes, I love that. And, you know, I think that that helps take away just us being just you know, party tricks, us just being clowns, because these characters do mean more to these children. You know, I'll never forget whenever I went and met Ariel at Disney World when I was like five years old. I was so excited. I was so excited to go to Ariel's Grotto. I like waited in line for like two hours. You know, I was pumped, right? And I get up there and I meet her, you know, I sit on a rock, you know, and I'm looking at her and I have a picture. And it's the only picture I have of the Disney princess when I was a little girl. And She's talking to me a little bit. I'm looking at her hair and I'm looking at her seashells and everything. And her voice sounds just like the movie. But she asked me what my name was and I told her and she signed my book and we took a picture and then she sent me off on my way. And I I remember my Nana being like, oh my gosh, wasn't that amazing? And I just remember being like, no, not really. <laughs> I expected Ariel to sit down and talk with me about her life and about like what she could teach me and like to make me feel braver and more independent and more proud of myself and everything that she taught me in the movie I was expecting that experience at Disney and I didn't get it and I you know of course I didn't allow it to deter me from loving princesses but I realized you know us going to these people's houses and us going to these events it's our opportunity to really be that that princess that we really needed when we were little girls, you know, that really in-person experience that we really needed. And, you know, through our coronation ceremonies and our birthday ceremonies, we have so much impact and we provide so much value. And, 
you know, it's so important that even though we as owners, we feel like we resonate with these characters and we feel like, you know, we can improvise and we can bring them all together. And we feel in our hearts that way because we were those children. Our performers maybe don't have that same experience. Maybe they don't have that same residency, you know, and especially when you're putting them in new characters that they weren't exposed to as a child, you know, and it's really important that they have that guidebook because if they don't have that guidebook and you're just expecting them to be the same as you, it's never going to happen. And you're not going to be able to deliver that experience that you know you want to with your business. Absolutely. Every single performer has the duty to find what makes you click. And I go uh, through this in the guidebook and so much more detail, but you got to go back to that little girl. I always say you got to go back to that little girl. Remember how you like how you felt, not the first time you met her, not the first time that you saw the movie, the first time you just simply saw her walk past you at the parks, that first glimpse that you saw how she is. I am 24 years old. To this day, I still squeal like a child whenever I see Rapunzel. And I see her and I squeal and I get so excited and it happens the same thing as you. I go to meet her and I am I am sitting there and I, I want to talk all day about what mm -hmm. she's been doing with Flynn and where she's keeping Pascal. And they're like, nope, a minute 35, done. Because they're, they're timed, you know, because they need to get timed because of everything. But that's what most people don't realize, you know, this is so much more than a party to this kid. And this is so much more than an animated character. Most of these characters have gotten kids through tough times. They have helped them look at themselves differently in the mirror. These uh, characters have even been comfort to most kids. We don't know what this character means to this kid until we walk through that door and we see their face. And it's like, yeah. Like, I'm big for you, and I not only owe it to you to make this, it like, interaction justice, I owe it to little me as well, and I owe it to this character, because I have a legacy to uphold, and I have a standard and an expectation that I have to meet. So that's what it means to be, like, like you said, like, you know, let's, let's switch up to the thought that we're like, oh yeah, like, I just dress up in a costume, you know, you're a character entertainment specialist. Yep. I completely agree with you. And, you know, in that same respect, it's it's magical to have these experiences with these children. And us as women, this is why we were called. This is our purpose to own these businesses, to make this impact, because we are literally shaping future generations through these parties and through our businesses. And that is phenomenal. Like we are women, hear us roar. And, you know, we should take our business and ourselves and our performances and everything that has to do with our company very seriously, you know, and it's, it's so multifaceted and there's so many things going on. I'm so happy that, you know, we have, you know, we have decided to become coaches and we have decided yeah. to help other owners because there has never been a platform like this in the history of professional princessing ever. Absolutely. It's a job that needs to start being taken seriously. It's so disheartening every single time you go on YouTube and you type, you know, party princess or princess for hire. I hate the term princess for hire. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you know, you're more than hiring me to go there and stand and take pictures. This is a serious job that has such a huge impact. And we need to start giving it the worth that it is supposed to have. 
I completely agree with you. Yes. And and that goes in every facet from performances to, you know, our packages, to how much we're charging, to where we're marketing, to our partners, to our clients, every single area we need to up level and we need to work together because that's the only way that we're truly going to be able to make a positive impact, not only in our communities, but around the world. Um, yeah. And that, that being said, Shirley, so I'm just honored for this collaboration. You're my favorite ever. Um, let's talk about Happy Blondes Princess Training. Academy. I know that you're going to give us a little teaser today. So let's talk about the holidays. I mean, it's December. So what have you got going on? Absolutely. So the Academy just opened up and it's new platform. And for this month, at least we have three classes. Uh, we got holiday stories, which is going to be our big class. It is going to go over all of those ho like holiday story ideas that you can get because something that I love to emphasize in the Academy is that I can give you some starter ideas, but I never want to give you like, hey, this is a story that you have to stick to because I also want, you know, every single princess's imagination to just soar. I can give you a beginning, but I want you to develop what that story looks like. Uh, one of the stories I know is, um, for example, because I loved this one, um, that creating a story about Tiana having to make 500 beignets for a holiday event, you know, having a restaurant that's so busy, how is this princess going to make such a big order? You know, and let's see this that story develop. Some princesses are maybe going to say, hey, she got the whole town to ship in. Maybe other people are going to say, yeah, like she just called Lottie and they had like a girl's night and did something. Every single story is going to be so different just by you getting a simple line of inspiration. We also have the holiday accessories class, which goes over all those beautiful accessories and overlays that you can add to your costumes. Because I know that those winter bodices tend to be a little bit expensive. And we all love that bell dress until we see the price tag on it. So you're going to get that inspiration to make your own holiday accessories. Because, you know, there's no, there's no standard into what anything has to look like we just have an inspiration but it is up to you to make your company your own you know if you want to have a beautiful capes for all of your girls that's what you're gonna do if you want them all to have like bandanas with some holly on it that's what you're going to do and the last class is actually santa's royal helpers which is for the princess community because you know it's also about uplifting others and I feel like that class is going to start opening up to more members. I want to expand it so much more than just uh, for the girls at the Academy because it is a Santa letter gifts exchange between the performers because I want I want royals to network because you, you never know when you're going to need a performer to help you out. You never know if you're going to create a virtual event with another company and having those networks and those princess friends, you know, just have someone to talk to who understands about the business is excellent. But, you know, you got to start a friendship somewhere. So Santa letters are a cute little way of doing just that. I love that. I love that. And I, I love the unity that we're bringing to this community, you know, with the princess pals and, you know, the things that you're doing. I feel like this is going to be bigger and better than we ever imagined. And I'm just so excited that we're on the foundations of it. You know, like we all start somewhere and, you know, it's, it's important that we do this. You know, I, I definitely feel like we've been called. Um, and on that note, I know that you're going to provide us with your holiday accessories PDF. Yes, you're going to love it. It has some inspiration on it. Um, the popular things. I know I've done some of the things as well. You're going to see pictures of my company in that PDF. 
So the PDF to basically explain a little bit what's going on, there is first of all an inspiration dashboard because obviously when we think of the holidays, we only think of red and green, but there's so many other colors that you can use because I know that red and green are sometimes limiting colors to use on princesses. I know, for example, I would hate to see Rapunzel in red or green, but gold works more for her. So, you know, you're going to get that color palette inspiration, what textures we usually see during the holidays in terms of fabric, because I know that uh, I have some crafty girls who are like, I want to make it my own, but I don't know what fabric to use or what or what would look best. There's some fabric inspirations in there and some floral inspiration as well, because florals are kind of big on princesses and you're going to get all those ideas. Some of them do have links on them to where you can get them and others are just so, so simple that you're just going to want to go shopping and be like, okay, I'm going to waltz into a store and see if I can find the things in this PDF to just make it your own. Because the important thing is to always keep in mind that you need to make your company your own. I feel like me and Alexis emphasize that way too many times. And you're probably <laughs> all very tired of hearing that, but we will continue to say it because we don't want to be a copy and paste of the Disney parks. Every single company needs to be extremely different. And trust me, you're not only going to love it, your performers are going to love it and your clientele is going to love it. Absolutely. Because people are always looking at different businesses and they're always looking for the thing that makes that business different. And that's the thing that is going to make them want to hire you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then so where I'm actually going to put the link down to your website so everybody can have all that information. And yeah, I'm just so excited for you. I think that this is such a needed area of expertise. I am just honored. And I know that you and I are going to be doing specials all the time. So yeah, all the Bippity members can be prepared for all the stuff that we have coming together. Um, but I'm going to make sure to put a little link down to Shirley's website. And then where can they purchase your Becoming a Royal book? So they can purchase it on the link that I'm also going to provide with you because my website just basically has everything in there. And the guidebook is also in there. I do know that I have some limited stocks right now because it was so much more popular than I anticipated it was going to be. Um, but I will have it restocked. I will let once it goes out of stock, I will start making the list to bring it to request it back into being in stock. But I'm anticipating it's going to come back in stock about January, February uh, incoming to the new year. Awesome. And since I'm posting this interview the first week in December, I know that you have some specials going on this month. So what are those? Absolutely. So because it is the first month of the Academy platform just coming right up, we do have the memberships at 50% off. There are the Princess Leaks. If you go into the Academy tab, there are Princess Leaks over at the bottom. And there are some of them that say Holiday 50 promo. Those are the ones that you're going to want to get for that first month to obviously see if the Academy is for you and what it has to offer. And obviously save those little bankrolls for the holiday season because we all love to spend during this season a lot. <laughs> yep. Hey, you know, the media pushes it and we just, <laughs> we buy. We just, um, we just go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, wonderful. So I'm going to put all that information below for everyone. I am so honored and excited to be working with Shirley. And I know that whoever enrolls in your program is going to see its value and is going to want to continue with the membership. So I'm Yay. very excited for that. Yes, queen. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this interview. And um, I just look forward to all the magic that we're going to be creating together.
Thank you. We are definitely, you're definitely going to see my face and my, and you're going to hear my voice so, so much, <laughs> but it like, we're just building a community where all of you feel safe and where all of you can embrace all the magic that all of you have inside. And, you know, whether it's for the holiday season, whether we're talking about finances, whether we're talking about vocals, about anything, you are definitely going to start seeing some changes. And the holidays is something that we all need to start looking into. Exactly. Because I mean, that is a huge moneymaker for all of us. And it's a great time for us to expand our businesses and also expand our wallets. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, lovely. Well, I will see you next time. And uh, thank you. And yeah, sending love thank always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at bippity-boppity-bankrolls or visit me on my website at bippity-boppity-bankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.